Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another new episode of Gut Punch Podcast. I am your host, Paige Kennedy, and today we're going to talk about social media. So before we dive into that topic, I just wanted to give a couple of recommendations. Um, In a feel-good recommendation, I just finished watching Perfect Match on Netflix. So if you're looking for kind of a fun, lighthearted, just, I guess, like reality TV show for the background of whatever you're doing or, you know, just a reason to kind of hang out and just not have to to use your brain. (laughs) That's always a good thing, and I'm a sucker for reality TV, so I did watch Perfect Match. It was okay. Um, I definitely don't expect any of the couples that go on dating shows to actually work in the real world, but I think it's interesting because I also have watched, like, um, Is Love Blind or Love Is Blind on Netflix as well, and it's from the same creators, so I like the experimentation side of, I guess, dating and the approach that they're taking, but yeah, honestly, for me, it was really just a feel-good, lighthearted, like, background noise type show. Um, I also would highly recommend going and getting a organization system for your Get Ready With Me station, and I guess that's the best way that I could describe it, because my apartment has a weird setup, and I don't really have a, like, area to get ready in the bathroom. I don't have, like, a vanity or, like, a makeup station, so I kind of have my hair, skincare, and makeup all in one area, Um, And it was really easy for it to get pretty messy or disorganized. So I recently ordered a acrylic like hair tool organizer off Amazon that hosts my um, straightener, curler, the hair dryer, and all of my hair products. And then I also went to Target today and I got a cute little like $5 from the dollar section tray and I have my skincare kind of like organized and displayed in that instead of just sitting out like on my little station. So it's just brought a really like clean, organized feeling to my everyday, you know, makeup station and I highly recommend just prioritizing, just keeping organized and yeah, just having a space where you look forward to being in front of it and it's not like stress-inducing or messy and disorganized because that's just never a vibe. So in terms of our topic for today, I wanted to talk about social media for a few different reasons, but ultimately it's just been on my heart. So I wanted to start off with just talking about, I guess, my relationship with social media and just some unfiltered opinions and, yeah, pros and cons maybe ultimately. So I grew up with all the platforms available to me, um, as a lot of people have. We are full-blown, technology-centered, social media-driven in our generation, And I definitely think that there's a lot of negatives um, as well as positives to that. And not only are we surrounded by it as a society, but we also tend to prioritize social media, I think, in a way. So I wanted to start by talking through kind of the ebb and flow of my relationship with social media and just how far I have come personally, as well as, yeah, just kind of chat through like the why behind that phase or the phases of my social media relationship. (laughs) So currently I use Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. In the past, I have also been on Twitter, Snapchat, and Visco. I still have Snapchat, but I don't use it. I mean, I rarely use it. Um, I'll open up a group Snapchat that I get, or I will click through memories. But in terms of using it in any normal sort of form, that was definitely a phase in college. Um, 
I guess to start, my social media relationship started in middle school when it was more negative than positive. There was a lot of cyberbullying that happened at that time. So it was never a positive thing. It was more of a stressful, um, hypocritical, or just, yeah, like not a good feeling. So that was middle school. Obviously, that was a, wa- a long time ago, like a while ago, so I can't really speak much on that other than the fact that there was definitely um, a phase of my life where I did get bullied. So I know that social media and, yeah, like all of the availability of technology definitely increased that in a few different ways, but I can't really speak to details. It's been so long. Um, but in terms of high school, I definitely think that I was way more carefree just photography centered and super creative. And I think that that definitely showed through in terms of social media. So photo heavy and lighthearted is how I would probably describe that era of, yeah, I guess technology for me. I started a photography business. So I spent a lot of time like not only editing photos, but creating a website. I was also in the publications class and on the um, school yearbook in high school. So there was a lot of like Photoshop and Adobe, I guess, understanding that I had. And I was really into the photography aspect of computers and technology. And yeah, I had a camera on everything. I still have it. So that was definitely, I guess, kind of more of a Visco era if everybody or I guess if anybody remembers what Visco is, it's, and some people may still use it, I don't know, but it's an app that I actually originally found because of uh, being a photographer. So it was more of like a photo board layout and a collection of memories and photos and moments and things that you probably wouldn't usually post on your normal like Instagram. But the cool thing about Visco, I discovered it, like I said, as a photographer, and it was more for like the editing that came along with it and the filters and just the really cool editing side of the app that you were able to take advantage of. But there was no likes, there was no comments, and there was no followers shown. So I think that's super interesting and a reason why I, as well as so many other girls um, my age at that time, used it because it was very interesting in terms of like not knowing what other people were doing. You was really just a collection, almost like a vision board, just a bunch of memories. And it was so fun. So that was definitely more of a positive side um, of my past with social media. And in college, I definitely had a very negative, somewhat toxic I guess, relationship. And it definitely took a turn for me in college for the first time. So in college, for me personally, I feel like it was just a very external validation, all-time high, like self-worth and yeah, self-confidence coming from likes and attention, just being captured on Instagram you know, being, you know, based on photos posted, editing was at an all-time high for me personally in terms of like filters and just constantly being worried about photo opportunities, what the best, like the best pictures were to post, what poses looked the best, what my like angles were, and just being very superficial and tied up in the outward appearance, if you will. I was dressing and acting like the people I surrounded myself with. Um, I definitely think that there was a heavy influence from the wrong things and the wrong people, looking back on that now. And I just think in general, social media for me at that time was 
yeah, it was not a good thing. It was probably definitely a bad thing. Um, and I just think that it comes with obviously the age and I have always been a leader. There's no doubt about that. I've never categorized myself as a follower, but I definitely think that I was more heavily influenced, like I said, and I wasn't able to be my authentic self. And it's for no other reason than the fact that you are at an influential stage in your life. Um, You're trying to fit in and you're looking up to other people that have been there, done that, that may be older than you, or you are following certain, I guess, regulations that are set forth by certain um, extracurriculars or organizations. So I definitely think that being in a sorority didn't help my relationship um, with social media. And if anything, I think that it played a huge reason on why my relationship or just what social media meant to me took a turn for the worst. But I will say now that I have such a healthy view on social media, and I definitely don't think it's always been that way, so I totally understand why others may struggle or would think that there's more cons than pros. Um, I've definitely been there, and I could definitely recognize that there's not all positives to the world of social media. But I have always loved taking photos and capturing moments, like I said, which is why I was so interested in photography when I was younger. Um, so that definitely hasn't changed. If anything, it's I've almost kind of brought back that same energy that I had when I was younger and when I was in high school and when I was on the yearbook team to kind of how I take into play social media today, um, just being lighthearted and you know less stressed or less anxiety induced about it. I think it's fun to edit and create um, an aesthetically pleasing feed and just kind of seek out capturing moments and, you know, what would look good or what backgrounds are fun to pose in front of. Like, I love going out and exploring new places and being touristy and just being able to like capture photos. Um, Yeah, so I guess ultimately, I'm not centered around the pressure or the outside validation anymore to act a certain way, look a certain way, caption a certain way like I was in college. In college, I was just so heavily focused on looking like I was my best self or looking like I was having the time of my life or looking like I was okay. And there was like so many moments, um, especially early on in college when I guess the relationship with social media did really start taking a turn where it was all about proving to other people that like I'm okay, I'm good and you're going to see me acting that way and it's going to look real, it's going to look authentic. But on the back end of things, I was definitely struggling with so much within myself and within, you know, relationships or friendships or whatever. Like, it's just a really hard transition period being that young and, yeah, just being in that situation. So I definitely think that I was always so conscious about putting my best appearance forward and showing up like I have my shit together when really that probably wasn't the case. But now I could confidently say that I am so much more authentic and genuine I have seen a switch up even in my mindset um, with what social media could bring and how it could be a tool and a resource, and it should be, especially if you're running a business or um, you know trying to create any sort of platform or influence or brand. Like it really could be something that could be so optimized if you tackle it in the right way. So for me. I now show up and share what I use every day. I love giving product recommendations. I love sharing, you know, 
what challenges I may be doing or things I'm going through. Like, I love talking about, you know, um, fitness challenges. When I was sharing my 30 Days to Healthy Living program, I'm currently sharing my 75 Hard Challenge. Um, I've talked about different things that are important to me, and I've definitely spoken out about different things that, you know, are close to my heart. I've just been showing up as myself and posting or doing or sharing what I think is right and what's genuine and true to me um, and my personality and, you know, my beliefs or, I guess, values. And I get to talk about the Arbonne opportunity, which is amazing. I get to share all the great things that, you know, that opportunity has done for me and how I was able to connect with somebody on social media that brought me that opportunity. And I love connecting with other people online, like regardless of if it's about Arbonne or not, just being able to meet new people and especially other friends and like social media friends or relationships that could be established that, you know, you may have similar interests or you could pull inspiration and value from other people or other brands or other profiles. And hopefully I could provide that as well. I mean, my goal with creating, you know, a social media, I guess, like a personal brand or showing up as myself and especially with the podcast is to really just provide value and information um, informative inf- information and just inspiration for other people. Um, so I definitely think that's a huge part of why I now think and see social media in such a more positive light. And I will say that, you know, I'm definitely more intentional about the time that I'm spending scrolling. I mean, this time last year for Lent, I gave up TikTok. Um, and it was, you know, weird at first to, you know, take away an app that you're spending so much of your time just mindlessly scrolling on and completely deleting it. But I mean, it just goes in waves of like, if I think that I'm spending too much time, you know, mindlessly scrolling or just consuming, I guess, social media posts or other people's content or just information and overloading my brain in general, that you have to take a step back. But I feel like and this is just my personal opinion. So I just feel like you don't have to take a step back from social media when you have a good relationship with it. If it's negatively impacting your mental health or anything in that sort, I just think that that's kind of like a telltale sign that obviously something is off or something is wrong or different. Um, and yeah, you might need to take a step back and that's totally fine, but you need to take a step back intentionally to kind of establish why and what was so frustrating or stress inducing or, you know, anxiety inducing or overwhelming and kind of really think through what could change or like what you could do differently to avoid that. I think that when you have a good relationship with social media or technology or your boundaries that you don't have to be so like focused on taking a break or doing a social media detox, if you will. I just don't believe in that personally because I think that it's important to have boundaries within yourself and within your own personal goals where it's like if you're off, you're off. If you're on, you're on. If you're sharing, you're sharing. And if you're posting, you're posting. But like you shouldn't have to feel the pressure to like show up or that you, you know, have to owe an explanation or justify like why you're living the life the way that you are. Like, I just don't understand that personally, but I will say that there is a version of myself that has definitely existed where I have felt that way. So I'm definitely empathetic to the fact that like two versions definitely can exist and probably exist together at the same time. Um, But for me right now, like I'm in a very good place, like I said, with social media. And I just think that it's such an amazing tool um, or resource 
especially when it comes to being a small business owner. So yeah, and I do spend a lot of time, like I said, um, on social media platforms. But I will say that some changes that I've made that have made all the difference is number one, I have taken off all the notifications. So that's like the main priority. If you get anything out of this episode, (laughs) just turn off the notifications. You do not need to have an Instagram notification every time you get a like or a DM. Like that's just not healthy in my opinion and it was something that I definitely struggled with in the past or that I looked for as an external validation seeking tool like I wanted to know how many likes I was getting or you know who and there's just you know even an app that existed I remember in college that showed like a following count and I can't remember what it's called it was probably something as simple as being called like following or followers or whatever but it showed like who followed you back who didn't who unfollowed you there was probably a premium version that you could pay for that would like tell you um all these different stats or data or whatever I remember that being a huge issue with my perspective and my perception on social media my validation and just kind of how I acted in college and I remember that being a huge influence on a lot of people that I was hanging out with at the time. And it was something that I learned about through other people. And it was something that they took very seriously. And it was just a very surface level type of situation in terms of what social media meant or what you could do or how to use it for good and be a positive um, person on social media. Like it, it just never was a thought that crossed my mind at that time um, that social media could ever bring about anything positive (laughs) or I guess selfless if you will so I'm definitely glad to be out of that place but I recognize that it's very common to be in that place and I've definitely really learned that you know over time you can't control what others share or post but you can control what you consume so outside of setting boundaries with notifications I mean I definitely think that like mute block and unfollow exist for a reason If the vibes don't match, then just get rid of it. Like social media shouldn't be a place where you feel overwhelmed, um, pressured, or comparison. It just, it's, you have to pay attention to your reactions on certain things that you see on social media and the internet in general, and then decide what to do based on that energy that it ignites. So if it's inspiring, informative, and valuable, lean into that and consume more, follow that, and intentionally seek that out. But if it's draining, frustrating, or triggering, cut it. Just unfollow, mute, block, delete, get rid of the content, because once you stop consuming it, it won't come into play with your mental, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And I just think that, you know, as a sidebar, before I kind of dive into the business side of social media and the pros and the cons... I guess I'll start by like the pros actually and just say that there's so many good things about it, you know, and this ties right into what I wanted to talk about with like being a business tool. So the pros, you could build so many amazing connections. I mean, you could be a tourist in your area and you could get to know, you know, new spots, um, what's going on locally, shop small, you could support small businesses, you could like and share as a form of supporting smaller businesses. You can keep up to date with friends and family members, people that you may have lost touch with, but, you know, are not completely out of your lives. Um, You could definitely tap into new cities, um, especially if you're moving or, you know, in your new college town or whatever phase you are exiting and now entering. Like, there's so many ways that social media can be 
an information-heavy and valuable resource. I know that when I moved to a new city, I used Bumble BFF as an app to meet new people and just kind of, you know, gain connections. I totally stalked the city and was able to kind of figure out, like, what type of restaurants or scenes or, um, like, market and craft shows or even farmer's markets to go to. Like, there's a lot of information that's available to you, right? So it could definitely be very helpful. But in terms of cons, I definitely think that it could be draining. It could be exhausting. There is definitely ties to mental health issues, um, comparison, and it could really be a time suck. Like you could really get caught up on an online presence or spending your time on a virtual reality that is not your reality and you are losing precious time that could be spent in person. So I definitely think that there's a lot of cons. There's cyberbullying. There is just so many negative, um, I guess you want to say like comment threads that are all over the internet. There's so many opinions that are out there because of the availability for things to be out so quick. There's so many trolls and just hidden behind the screen comments that you would never say to somebody face-to-face. So there's so many um, different sides, I guess. It's not a black and white situation or platform, unfortunately. And I hope that there's more good than bad and that we're moving towards a society that's creating more positive than negative. Um, But I really do think that coming back to, you know, you are going to consume what you follow and what you allow. Like you really just need to know yourself and be self-aware and um, mature enough to make decisions to do what's best for you so that you can move forward accordingly. So in terms of um, hopping back into, I guess this could be like a pro and a con. This is kind of a weird random example that I thought of or that I noticed the other day. But I will say that something that I've noticed about social media is it's almost like a confirmation, right? Like outside of the fact that we have verification for some odd reason and you could be blue check mark verified on an app and that somehow creates like a social hierarchy or shows a level of dominance or, or importance, it's crazy that we almost use social media as a confirmation to what's going on in someone's life or how somebody's doing or if somebody's still with somebody else, like if somebody's still together, like it's just a weird thing to me to care about other people's lives to the extent that you are using their social media platforms as a viewer to confirm anything about them. You know, like there's no doubt in my mind that there's a presence that's put on social media or that you get to see the highlight reel, right, of somebody's life. Like, of course, nobody is tech, like, I guess technically or you know, constantly sharing the bad things that are going on, right? Most of the time, social media is full of amazing things that are happening, you know, promotions at work, um, engagements or marriages and babies and, you know, girls trips and fun weekends out or, you know, good eats or exploring and cocktail moments. Like it's all fam photos and events or, you know, if you're in the branding influencer ambassador marketing space, maybe it's trips or maybe it's, you know, content creation. Um, yeah, like there's just such a heavy emphasis on like, this is my best self. This is my highlight reel. I'm looking and doing amazing. And of course, like the filters and the editing that come into play just increase that likelihood. And I just think that it's crazy that you almost establish like your perspective or opinion off of somebody's 
online life. It's like an online resume, if you will, about somebody. And this came up, and I should have said this more towards Valentine's Day at this point, because this is kind of what came up in my brain at that at that time. But it was crazy because, for example, I had a girls' night Valentine's, like a Galentine's event, right? And we did this very early, like it was weeks before Valentine's Day, but it was so fun. We got together, we all hung out, you know, there was different theme boards and there was a backdrop for photo ops and we just kind of like drank sparkly wine and just caught up and we took photos. And it was so interesting to see me as a um, well-established, healthy, happy relationship, long-term relationship person hanging out with a couple of friends, um, you know, one that had also is in a relationship, but a couple that are single and having a Galentine's event. And somehow that was able to welcome a couple of questions. And it wasn't just, you know, one or two people that asked the question, but like I got a few questions randomly about if me and my boyfriend were still together. And I just thought that that was so odd, right? And then it happened again a couple of weeks later. And I noticed that it's, you know, me posting a little bit more um, about myself, or it was more like old selfies or photos that I have taken that, you know, I never really posted, but I really like. So I posted them. And it's just kind of like I haven't posted anything about him or he wasn't like, you know, on the first three levels of my feed, if you will, like on your Instagram page, if you're thinking about like the first three, like little levels of photos. And it's like, why am I getting questioned just because I'm not posting someone or about something that if I'm still in a relationship, like, I just think that social media definitely brings in a weird aspect where, you know, you're sharing people's, like, you're sharing your life with someone, right? Um, You're sharing with other people on social media, you're being open and honest about your life. I mean, a huge portion of why I started the podcast is to share my wellness journey, So it's not that I'm against sharing on social media. I love that. I love that pro. I love being able to do that. I hope that I'm inspiring other people or adding value or providing some sort of information or, you know, yeah, like some inspiration for others to do the same or to look into something or to do their own research and whatever. But it's kind of weird that at the and I'm not saying this from a perspective of that I have any platform at all. If anything, it's the complete opposite. I can't imagine if anybody is out there that has um, a well-established or a high following or a big platform, like all the scrutiny and the craziness that comes along with being a public figure, I can't even imagine having to deal with that. But I just think that it's odd within your own warm market, how many questions that you could get or comments that could be had just based off of what your social media profile is looking like at that moment or at that time. So that's just a personal example of something that came up that really made me think like I should talk about this topic because it's something that I was thinking about in my personal life that I've had an experience with. And it's so weird because if you look at Mitchell's Instagram, I mean, he probably hasn't posted anything since 2021. So it's just not a telltale sign of what's going on or you how somebody's doing or how a relationship is doing. And that was a question that I got a couple of times in the past couple of weeks, like if me and him were still together and it's like, we are very much together. I am still living um, where we are living and we are still (laughs) here together living life and we are very happy. And it's just kind of weird to be like, why did you ask that? Or like, what was your intention behind asking me that question? You know? So that's kind of a pro and a con, I guess it's mixed up all into one. Um, yeah. And in terms of pros too, like another little section that I wanted to kind of highlight about social media in this, I guess you'll call more of a random unfiltered episode is that 
there's definitely a different side when you're using it for business. So there's been a shift that has occurred when I change my mental from, you know, posting because I feel like I have to or it's what everybody's doing or it's trending or it's common to I want to be intentional about being able to share my experiences, add value, connect with other people and share an opportunity that changed my life. And running a small business and using social media as a tool is by no means required. It's just a personal choice that I made because I really do like sharing publicly and being on social media. Um, but there's definitely creation versus consumption. So for someone who utilizes social media as a business tool and as a resource, sometimes it could be hard for you to probably create boundaries, myself included experiencing this, or just being able to kind of differentiate between if this is like downtime or if this is like work time. Um, so I'm constantly looking for new ideas, right? Inspiration and valuable content because that motivates me and it influences me for how I want to create um, content and add value to other people, maybe how I wanted to set up the podcast for gut punch or how I wanted to structure my posts or, you know, what I wanted my themes and colors to be like, there's a lot that comes into it when you're running like a business side of things. And even when it comes to me sharing about my Arbon opportunity and, you know, ultimately sharing that side of me on social media and, um, yeah, just kind of what I talk about or how often, like it all comes into play, right? There definitely is a strategic side. But I also think that it's really easy to get mixed up in the overflow of information coming in, which would obviously be consumption and getting too wrapped up on focusing elsewhere, right? And not on yourself or on your business um, or on your platform. And instead of actually acting on that or implementing you're not creating, right? So that's the creation versus consumption. You could consume, 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 save all of these amazing ideas and really be so inspired and motivated and, you know, just love everything you're seeing or like, oh, that's great or, oh, that's a really good idea or I love how they presented this or I love how that looks. But if you don't implement it and take the time to sit back and and ignite your own like creative energy and juices, if you will, and ideas and just really let what intrigues you or catches your attention be filtered and modified to fit your brand or your platform or your personality. And you don't put the work into creating your version of something. It's just never going to leave the consumption section of social media, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. So all in all, I just wanted to chat through, obviously, in this episode, pros and cons, of course, of social media, and just give my personal experience and the differentiation of what I have been through or what I have felt, I guess, in the past couple of years in terms of, you know, being fully consumed and very much involved in a very social media, online, technology-oriented culture and generation. Um, I definitely think that it all comes down to mindset. If you are not secure in yourself and you don't put the work in to get there and to be able to have self-worth and be independent and know yourself or want to create yourself and really stick true to your identity and your personality and be your authentic self, I mean, you don't have to be perfect at that, of course. Like, there's always going to be room for growth. But if you don't have the intention of doing so, you're always going to get caught up in the external validation and the copycat potential, um, I guess, and the comparison game of what social media could bring to the table. And I know that there's a lot of other things in terms of, you know, 
struggles that people go through that play a reason into why something would bother or trigger you or things that you're consuming may not be good for you mentally. Like I'm not downplaying any of that. I just wanted to give a very open and honest opinion on, you know, the general feeling and rule of social media and just in especially in terms of just being a consumer, whether that's an Instagram platform or TikTok or, you know, maybe it's who knows, Facebook or Twitter or whatever, like whatever platform that you utilize and whatever content that you're consuming on those platforms, just know that at the end of the day, it comes down to you standing up and advocating for yourself and making sure that what you are consuming and what you are spending your time viewing is positive, it's reflective of what you want to be, who you want to be, what you're striving to accomplish. Like it needs to be inspiring. It needs to be pushing you to be the best version of yourself, not the opposite way around. So if anything's draining, if anything is time sucking, or it's just really creating a comparison or a lack of self-confidence or a heavy, yeah, insecurity, just take a step back and reevaluate why and dive into what that could look like moving forward and how you could create a more positive, happy, I guess, relationship with being online or having social media. So hopefully you found a value in this episode today. I know that it was in my heart to share and I just wanted to put it out there. Honestly, there was no you know, thought process or strategic podcast plan. (laughs) I just had it on my heart to share some personal experiences and opinions. And I hope that, yeah, this kind of helped anybody see one way or the other, or maybe recognize something that they have struggled with in the past that they've grown from now, or vice versa, that they also want to work on, or maybe that they need to change. Either way, um, if this was any sort of valuable or interesting to you, please share, like, subscribe, leave a comment, rate and review the podcast. I absolutely love having the opportunity to share create this platform, connect with others, and really just, yeah, get out there and talk about things pretty unfiltered and hope that the people listening care. So (laughs) I appreciate everybody. Thank you for the love and the support on the podcast. And if anybody has any ideas of podcasts or topics or guests, don't hesitate to reach out, contact me directly through the podcast page or even on my personal Instagram. Um, Or if you have my number, whatever, just reach out to me and let's talk about where you want to see this going as a consumer. I am so appreciative of an audience and the consumer side of things because I have played that role in many different areas as well. And the reason why I listen to podcasts is the exact reason and content and value that I want to provide to you. So thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your evening, day, whenever you may be listening, and I will catch up with everybody next week.